the seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, host and founder of My 7 Chakras, the show for action takers like you around the world who are looking for ancient wisdom to balance their emotions, thoughts, and energies so that you can achieve your wildest dreams. So if you are new to our show, then I welcome you. Today is Book Reads Thursday, which means that I'm going to read out an excerpt from a book that I really appreciate. And today's book is called Reclaiming Your Body by Suzanne Skurlock Durana, who's been on our show before this. She appeared on episode 229. Many of us have learned to ignore, deny or even mistrust the wise messages our bodies give us. The result is that when trauma strikes, a time when we need every aspect of our beings to master the challenge, we may find ourselves disconnected from our greatest strengths. Suzanne Skurlock Durana, who has spent 30 years studying the gifts of the body and teaching thousands of students how to reclaim them, began to recognize this strength, uh, which she likens to a GPS when she herself experienced a life-threatening trauma. Here, she walks readers through different areas of the body, revealing the wisdom they hold and how to reconnect with that wisdom. Now, before getting into this amazing book reads episode, I want to thank Tammy from Oregon, who gives us this wonderful five-star rating and review for our show. And she writes, this podcast is awesome. There are so many things I'm learning, things about the universe, about me and about people in general that is so useful. What I love most is that those of us who have been feeling alone is that we are not alone. There is so much support and all we have to do is reach out. Thank you, AJ. You are awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Tammy. Action Tribe, if you would like me to read out your review as well to our global listenership, it only takes a minute to share your thoughts. Right? Go to my7chakras.com forward slash review. That's my7chakras.com forward slash review. And don't forget to hit submit because when you do, I'm going to read out your review and you will be pleasantly surprised when you hear your voice in your review on the podcast. All right. So let us begin. Now, this is an excerpt called Your Gut, The Gift of Instinctual Knowing, Chapter 6, page number 103. It starts with this wonderful quote, which is, Trust instinct to the end, even though you can give no reason. This is an amazing quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. As you know, from my game-changing story in Chapter 1 about the attack that almost led to my demise, my gut knowing is what inspired this whole journey home to myself. I've taught about it for years and watched many people learn to relax and enjoy life a whole lot more once they understand that their gut is always keeping tabs on what is happening inside and outside of themselves. The good news is this means the worrying mind can take a vacation. The gut is a lot more accurate and can instantly let us know when something is really right and when something is really off. The key is learning to read the signals that the gut uses. These signals are unique to each person. There are general 
categories. Some people have a visual image flash through their mind. Some people have an actual physical sensation of calm or uneasiness. Some hear a warning or a reassuring sound or voice in their head. And some have a thought such as, get up and move away from that doorway. Some people experience a combination of signals or have their own unique way of sensing their gut knowing. In my 30 years of asking people about their gut knowing, I've heard thousands of stories about how a disaster was averted or an unexpected and wonderful experience happened because people listened to the wisdom of their gut. Feeling into your gut knowing consistently is both easy and difficult. However, once you learn how to live from your gut, you will navigate through your life with greater grace and ease. Why is gut knowing both so easy and so hard? Most of us have had at least one life experience when our gut hunch was completely accurate. It told us something was either spot on or definitely off about a person or event. And this knowing served us well. When this happens enough times, we come to trust it. We may not yet understand the physiological mechanism behind this kind of knowing, but most people have felt it demonstrated in their lives. One explanation might be recent research on the enteric nervous system, which functions like a literal gut brain. This part of our anatomy guides our immune system and it also contributes to the optimum functioning of our actual brain, the one in our head and the rest of our systems. This research has firmly established that we all have gut intelligence. If that's true, then why is accessing or trusting our gut knowing sometimes so hard? There are several common or probable reasons. One is that we often second guess ourselves. The rational mind may disagree with our gut brain and we listen to our mind instead. Another is when we worry about the past or future and this obscures our present moment awareness so that we don't clearly hear our gut's message. And a third major reason is when we have unresolved trauma memories. The body can store those memories, walling them off to minimize their effect on the system, which allows normal daily functioning to continue. If the area that is walled off is in the gut, then the navigational functioning and clarity of that area can be diminished or impaired. As in Dr. Upledger's energy cyst model mentioned in chapter 2. A traumatized gut. I learned about the impact of trauma memories on the gut 30 years ago while working with my first severe childhood trauma survivor. As we worked together to heal her past trauma, I was saddened to hear her tell me that she had suffered a new trauma. One night, the previous week, someone mugged her in a dark parking lot coming out of her psychotherapist's office. As she told me her story, I realized she was so frozen and compartmentalized from her childhood trauma that she had been oblivious to the danger in that parking lot. Her navigational system, her gut knowing, was not up and running for her safety and well-being that night. Please understand, I did not blame her. She simply did not have access to what she needed in order to potentially avoid that particular situation. Past trauma can lock us out of clear signals from the gut. Here's another story that illustrates how clearing old trauma can 
allow greater trust of one's gut knowing. Catherine's husband Jonathan was in the early stages of dementia, but he was understandably reluctant to give up responsibilities he was still capable of handling. The problem for Catherine as his primary caregiver was knowing what these were. She needed an accurate intuition more than logic to navigate, for instance, when he was clear enough to pay the bills or when he needed her help. For caregivers everywhere, this may sound like a familiar dance. Catherine recounted how Jonathan had recently called her into his office for help without logging on to the computer. After she showed him what to do, he paved her way, assuring her he had it from there. Yet something inside guided her to stay. The reason became clear moments later. As Jonathan opened bills, they discovered an undue insurance bill threatening cancellation of their homeowner's policy. Catherine's chest clutched as shockwaves ran through her entire body. She became so agitated she needed to leave the room. She knew this reaction was not about Jonathan or the bill, but it related to something older and deeper. This frozen panic response to sudden change was one she had been plagued by her whole life, but without completely understanding it. Catherine recognized that this response, if it continued, would exhaust her ability to go the distance with her beloved husband and the ups and downs of progressing dementia. I asked her to recall the entire scene with her husband moment by moment. As she got to the place where the panicky feeling hit, I felt her freeze up inside. On top of that, she seemed not in the present moment. I asked her, how old do you feel right now, Catherine? She responded, five years old. I'm standing in the living room of my childhood home, feeling paralyzed with fear. Some unexpected financial news had placed her family in shock. Being five years old, Catherine did not know the details, but the feeling response was palpable. Catherine, as a young child with no solid boundaries yet, absorbed the panic and overwhelmed emotions of her family. She felt the enormity of the situation and froze, unable to move. And this was the same feeling she had upon seeing the bold red lettering of the overdue bill 50 years later. To process this unresolved trauma, we returned together to that moment in time with our family and offered little Catherine the solace and help she needed. Her body relaxed in layers, melting and releasing the frozen, overwhelmed parts. Then we reviewed her current situation with Jonathan. In doing so, a whole new perspective emerged. Now freed from the trauma of the past, Catherine saw how her gut had reliably and accurately guided her to stay in the room with Jonathan, not leaving him alone to pay the bills that day. Her gut knew something needed her attention. As she thanked her inner knowing, she felt her whole system relax. It was like discovering a vital and trustworthy inner partner and friend. As we went deeper, Catherine realized how accurately her gut wisdom had been tracking how Jonathan was doing on any given day. She was flooded with memories of recent times when it had signaled important actions to take to avert problems. The only barrier was her outdated panic response related to her old childhood memory. As she released this trauma response from her tissues, her gut was now completely unimpeded and free to signal without the old 
interference. When Catherine consciously acknowledged the reliability of her gut knowing and guidance, she felt a surge of well-being and confidence to navigate the future. She felt like she was shaking hands with a new partner, her gut, and promising to trust and pay attention to the signals it sends. Without the panic and sense of overwhelm from her past trauma, Catherine looked forward to having more energy to keep herself resilient and enjoying life even as her husband's dementia progressed. In addition, her gut would help guide her in maintaining her own self-care regime which would keep her energy reservoir as full as possible for the coming years as she cared for her husband. Second guessing leads us astray. Another barrier to gut knowing is our tendency to overthink or second guess ourselves. Most of us think way too much. Western civilization encourages and honors our linear rational minds more than our intuitive primal gut knowing. If, as mentioned above, it's common for people to experience their gut knowing at least once, that means second guessing it is equally common. As I write in chapter 2, I know numerous brilliant people who talk themselves out of their gut knowing and drive themselves crazy by overthinking constantly. So I want to raise a slightly different issue. Once we learn to experience and trust this kind of gut knowing, we can come to rely too heavily on the initial intuitive hit. As time goes on, we may get new information from our gut but we ignore it and go astray because we think the issue is already decided. In other words, we value our gut knowing, but we overthink it and stop listening. And this gets us into trouble. For instance, years ago, my old friend Janice and Bob were visiting a place they had never been before and they fell in love with it. They both agreed that it just felt right for them to live there. They went home with stars in their eyes and made plans to sell everything and move on to their dream place. But was it actually a dream come true? Or might it become a nightmare? It would depend on how closely they continued to listen to their insights. What can happen, and I've seen this happen many times with only slight variations, is that someone will feel the rightness of the present moment and then take action on that right feeling. They go into their heads, leaving their gut behind and quickly start making plans and taking action. Yet, their gut sense continues to signal to them moment to moment with contradictory information or cautionary warnings which they ignore. Often, if we can stay with our present moment gut wisdom, this signaling may say something like, this does feel wonderful but take it slowly or this place is great but check the work situation. Does your license transfer easily or will you spend months or years jumping through hoops just to make an income sufficient to support yourself? Or this is an excellent place to nurture yourself on vacation but not to live permanently. So there you go Action Tribe. I hope you enjoyed today's book excerpt about your inner knowing, your gut wisdom and the importance of listening to it and paying attention. If you enjoyed listening, then it makes sense to order a copy of this amazing book and go deeper. Go to my7chakras.com forward slash 320book. my7chakras.com forward slash 320book. If you prefer listening to an audio book instead, then you can get an audio book for free on Audible because Audible is actually providing all our listeners, including you, 
one free audiobook download and two audible originals for free with a 30-day trial. Now, this particular book isn't available, but you have literally thousands and thousands of amazing books to choose from. Go to my7chakras.com forward slash free book. my7chakras.com forward slash free book. And if you're on Instagram, then tag me while you're listening or take a screenshot of your phone so that we can connect. I'd love to share your story with our community on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at my7chakras, at my7chakras. And before I close, if you're still listening, you're awesome. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, don't forget to write us a review on iTunes. It may only take you like a minute or two, but it makes a huge difference to me because that's how iTunes knows. That's how Apple knows that this podcast is actually making a difference, right? And I will read out your review to our listeners worldwide. My7chakras.com forward slash review. That's my7chakras.com forward slash review. All right. I hope you had a great time today and I will talk to you soon. Keep taking action. Thank you for listening to My 7 Chakras at My7Chakras.com. That is My S E V E N Chakras.com.